0: intriguing world of impact investing. Hi, I'm Bill Stanjakovic, and this is the first day from the fundraising school. We hear so much about social enterprise and social entrepreneurship. What does it all mean, especially for fundraisers? And our guest today is John Duong. He's a leader at the Lumina Foundation, one of the nation's largest foundations, headquartered in Indianapolis, but doing work across the country and across the world to help more students and more adults earn the post-secondary education that is so necessary in the 21st century economy. And one of the ways they're doing that is with a strategy related to impact investing. And so, John, first of all, we hear so many terms and so many definitions What is impact investing? So there's a lot of uh, different definitions for it. It depends on who you ask. But impact investing
1: for us is essentially using a financial tool to drive impact. As simple as that. Essentially, it's trying to structure an investment that can drive both a financial return as well as a social impact. And it has multiple uh, flavors
0: depending on who you ask. And so foundations are known for giving out grants. In this case, you're making investments. And you talk about the social return, and foundations Mm -hmm. are always interested in that. What's the financial return? Are you receiving this money back into the foundation over time? It depends on how you structure that. Mm -hmm. Um, But in theory, that is ultimately what most foundations
1: are seeking with their impact investing tools. Now, there are, as I mentioned, multiple flavors. One of the things that we look for is to make sure that the mission alignment fits very well with Lumina and how do we leverage this tool to be much more efficient, effective, and accelerate our ability to achieve our mission. So for impact investing to be optimally used, you just gotta make sure that it's the right structure, uh, the right timing, and for the right partner. It's not just you know, using a tool that's sexy in the sector, it's literally making sure that you're driving your mission with this tool most effectively. In terms of the financial side, you know, if you're doing it as debt, the return is essentially your principal, in some cases, it's as low as 0%. Right. But for equity, it's just like any other type of equity investment. The return is potentially you know, unlimited on the upside, but you could also lose most of it.
0: And John, how can Lumina accomplish the foundation's mission with an impact investment different from making a grant?
1: The way that we partner with our entrepreneurs is a little different in terms of how we partner with the grantee. On the grant making side, you typically provide a grant, and the only expectation is that they drive the mission. You don't expect any type of financial return, whether it's principal and or any incremental return. But for an impact investment, right now we have four fund fund investments that are educational um, uh, focused in terms of their niche. That was called uh, Mission Related Investments or MRI, Mm -hmm. and that's a market rate uh, focused investment return opportunity. Mm -hmm. When I joined Lumina, our goal was to drive a, a different uh, approach in terms of how we partner with our entrepreneurs, which is uh, direct investing. All of our investments to date have been equity, which means that you know, we are shareholders in yeah. these companies. The way that you partner with an entrepreneur as a shareholder is actually quite different, uh, not only from grant making, but also from, from debts. We take a board role. Essentially, we're in the strategic discussions with the entrepreneur. These are board observer roles. They're not voting roles. Uh, We structure them intentionally that way because it mitigates our risk as a fiduciary. Uh, In terms of how we partner, by being in the flow of conversation with these entrepreneurs, we know exactly where they're going. And as a good partner, we figure out how Our resources within the foundation our partners our network our relationships and our ability to think about how to drive their mission better faster and cheaper in a way that aligns with our mission that's that's a unique way to partner with these entrepreneurs and that's why it's different from grant making
0: you know John with that wonderful description you kind of sound like a venture capitalist in the private sector is that what's happening here are there similarities or differences
1: Yes, you're, you're actually exactly right. I don't get paid like a venture capitalist, <laughs> but uh,
0: I actually operate very much like a venture yeah. capitalist
1: and uh, the entrepreneurs like us at the table as an investor because we are a different type of uh, investor, uh, not only because we strategically partner with them using other sets of tools that a venture capital um, fund does not have. We have a grant tool, we have our uh, convening function, and our network is also very different. Uh, we, are, we are well connected within the education ecosystem given Luminous focus, uh, all the way from you know, funders, grant makers, through entrepreneurs, through uh, corporates that are investing uh, into the space, as well as just VCs, traditional VC funds. So essentially, we operate very much like a venture capitalist, but also have added tools, and our mindset and our framing is a little different because we require some form of a social metric reporting, typically five to 10 social metrics every
0: every quarter. And John, these innovative ideas in which the foundation is investing, do these people come to you as a grant seeker would? Do you go out in the marketplace and find them, a little bit of both, how are you coming across these opportunities that's a great question I get asked that pretty
1: often Um, our initial thought was that we would do a market scan and that's where we'd find the opportunity Mm -hmm. as it turns out we actually get our deal flow from a variety of different places Uh, some are just through the education ecosystem that Lumina has been known for so Jamie, our CEO, sometimes yeah. forwards somebody, uh, an opportunity that reaches out to him. We have a direct link on our website that allows people to apply, uh, and it's a filter uh, to make sure that they actually meet our initial criteria uh, so that you know, we're not wasting their time and, and our time. And then, of course, I speak at conferences, um, uh, our network in terms of the investment space, our network in the ecosystem, in education, and then from just Wall Street. I was a banker previously, yeah. so all of that network uh, helped to uh, channel some of the opportunities towards us, and we get to know a lot of folks in the industry to date, and so they know, given Lumina's mission and focus area, they know exactly who to go as a, as a go-to for uh, post-secondary investment
0: opportunities. John, can you give our audience an example of an impact investment that the Foundation's involved with, and that example can really help them understand the strategy?
1: Yeah, so there's a company that we had invested in about a year ago called Upswing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lumina has a an equity imperative uh, as part of our investment criteria as well. So it's not just about you know our education mission, but the equity imperative means that we support uh, low-income focused um, tools and solutions that can drive you know, attainment for traditionally underserved populations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, part of that in our impact investing strategy is to support entrepreneurs of color. Uh, And in this case, Upswing is actually uh, founded by, or co-founded by an entrepreneur of color, Melvin Hines. He's a CEO and uh, was formerly a lawyer by training. Mm -hmm. And so he started this company uh, when he noticed that his mom, I think, was taking classes at the local community college and how challenging and difficult it was for these individuals uh, around their schedule. They have unique needs that are Mm -hmm. different from traditional 18 to 24 year old students. And so he created this company to provide uh, student support services. A lot of uh, student resources are available, but most students don't know about that, particularly when you're not a traditional that's probably the wrong term, but you're, you're not the usual student right. in the sense of the 18 to 24 year old. Uh, there's a lot of returning adults that are trying to get their education in the higher ed uh, sector, particularly in community colleges. Mm-hmm. And so awareness of student support resources that they can tap into. And then even when those universities have those resources, they don't always have the ability to access that when mm-hmm. they work. So this company, Upswing, provides not only a resource to nudge and allow these students to be aware, of these student support resources at their institution, but also they have a roster of over 1,200 mentors and coaches covering 400 different subject matters available 24-7. So this ability to provide not only a nudging to be aware of the support services, but also the actual support services itself if the institution didn't have it. So this company serves a population that we particularly focus on. And obviously, um, you know, it's still early, but they're doing a great job in terms of what their mission
0: is. It aligns very well with Luminous. And early in this, conversation john mentioned a couple of terms program related investment mission related investment program related investment is when the strategy comes out of the typical say five six percent payout that a foundation is making with grants mission related investment is when it kinda comes out the rest of the corpus and either way there often is a, a hope that uh, those dollars will come back and can then be reused by the foundation in one way or another john uh, lastly as fundraisers become aware of this what do they need to know because a lot of the investments are being made to four Companies. Sure. If I'm a fundraiser at a nonprofit, what advice do you have? I think awareness is critical.
1: The space is changing very rapidly. There's a lot of interest and momentum in the impact investing world. So the more aware you are of what these tools can and cannot do, the better you are at positioning your, your skills and uh, who you pitch to and why. Uh, impact investing can be Provided to a nonprofit, it's not just for-profit uh, enterprises. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. we hear a lot more about these uh, for-profit enterprises, social entrepreneurs, there are quite a few uh, impact investors that particularly focused on providing loans to nonprofits because you can't take shares in these nonprofit organizations. Traditional impact investors like MacArthur, Ford, Kresge—they definitely uh, have done most of their investing, I think, particularly within the debt space, and those are certainly to Nonprofits. So, just being aware, understanding how these tools are structured, and uh, knowing how to leverage it, because at some point you're going to have to understand what it is, and then position yourself to optimize that. Because you know, nonprofits are some of them are actually quite excited by this tool. They're yeah. not turned away, even though you have to give the money back if it's a loan. Uh, doesn't mean that they they turn away from it because they prefer to get a grant. Uh, I've actually seen quite a few nonprofits that are actually very excited to be a part of this space and they want to be a participant in the space and so are actually interested in getting loans rather than grants at some point.
0: So at the fundraising school, we emphasize your need to diversify your revenues. The nonprofit sector is about a $3 trillion industry and already about half those revenues come from earned income. So if you have an entrepreneurial strategy, impact investing could be for you. And we're so grateful to John Duong for helping us understand this field. And you of course can learn more uh, from the Lumina Foundation online. Also from the fundraising school where we have quarterly webinars, these weekly podcasts public courses that are offered in 15 cities across the United States, and custom training that we can bring to your organization and to your city. You can learn more online at philanthropy.iupui.edu forward slash The Fundraising School. I'm Bill Stanjakevich, and you are now more fully informed on this first day from The Fundraising School.